0: Hey, g 12 family, welcome to our podcast. We are so excited to have you here. We know this message will draw you closer to God's word, his will, and his way wherever you are. Enjoy the message. So today I want to speak about a topic that I titled Hanging on to Hope. Hanging on to Hope. And many of us, you know, yesterday and during the week were, you know, a little... You know, scared about the hurricane, and especially if you turn on the news. So, some people, you know, this is someone's neighbor. Um, you know, people do crazy things. This is the guy, the owner of the gas station. He woke up like, like this, and this is the last one filling your tank. How many of you had to put the premium? How many of you had to put premium gas just because the regular was out? Come on, raise your hand, come on, come on. You see? So you left like people making lines, crazy lines. How many of you did crazy line for water? OK. How many of you went to the store to get uh, what else do you get? Like water and uh, food and uh, what else gas? Baby food, all of those things. So when, when hurricanes are coming, people get like crazy because they want to protect their home. Oh, you know what else? Home Depot. Come on. It's crazy. The lines are like unbelievable. People buying plywood, blind supplies. I, I, I saw the news one day because I don't like watching news. But one day like I think someone put on the news And it was this lady trying to get a power generator, you know, like a generator. And she couldn't because they were all out. And the, the guy from the Home Depot said, well, this morning we had a whole bunch. The aisle was full of generators. We don't have nothing right now. And he was proud of it. He was happy. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, wow, people really like go beyond like, they want to be the first ones, they want to get ready, they want to get everything, all because they want to protect their homes and their families. And especially if you go, like I picked up my girls on Friday and the teacher said, oh, please be safe, you and your family, be safe. And I thought to myself, what's, what's the best way to protect my house what's the best way you can protect your home your family everything that you have because I'm telling you there are dangers there are things that could come and strike your house strike your home but if you're protected nothing is going to happen because God is on your side how many of you can say amen come on and I want to speak about that exactly, how to protect our house. And there is only one way. And for that, I'm going to use the text in Hebrews 11, verse 31. Hebrews 11, verse 31. It's a crazy text. I'm going to tell you why. Number one, it says, it was by what? Faith. It was by Faith. faith. So that's, a, that's one of the important things today. And then the next phrase, it says that Rahab, the prostitute, was not destroyed. Imagine, she was a prostitute, but she had what? Faith. And then it says, with the people in her, her city who refused to obey God, for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. So it was by So by faith, you can protect your home, you can protect your house. So many people trust the news, trust what they say on the news. If you watch the news on Wednesday or Tuesday or even Thursday, there were bad news. It was like your house was going to be removed from the face of the earth. You were going to fly off, flooded everywhere, like no Florida, it was terrible. And it, you, I remember watching the news and they were saying like, oh, you know, this is like a deathly storm. And so many things in our life come like that. People could say negative things. Situations can come saying, oh, is the worst that could happen and there is nothing we can do. We were watching the, the movie. Um, what's the name of the movie? breakthrough have you guys watched it breakthrough yes Yes? how many of you did how many of you cried all of you I know (laughs) I know I know you cry you know my my we were watching it uh, yesterday and I was like half watching it because I was doing schoolwork but especially like there's one part where they start singing and praying and all of that and my nephew he's like a 20 something year old a guy, he's really tough. He doesn't like to cry. He's like, oh, these guys are making me cry. You know, like so moving. Because the doctors were saying, there is nothing we can do. And then there, is, was, this, there was this lady that said, I know God can do a miracle. I have faith that God can do a miracle. And, you know, if you, if you watch the movie, the miracle happened. If you haven't watched the movie, I spoiled it for you. Sorry. So, so many of us think we need to be perfect to be used by God. This woman, Rahab, she was a prostitute, but she was also part of the genealogy of Jesus. She was part of that family, and she was chosen because of her faith. So God is not interested in your past. He's worried about your future because he wants the best for you, and he wants to protect you from evil. From the evil of this world. We see that if God only used perfect people, nothing will get done. God will use anybody if you're available. That was said by Rick Warren. And if you're available, if you say, God, I wanna have faith, let me tell you, God is gonna use you in a powerful way. Are you ready to be used by God? Are you ready to have faith? That could overcome any any problem, any circumstance, any storm that will come upon your family. Can you say amen? amen? So your past is not the foundation of your faith. So many people have their foundation in the wrong place. They think their past is their foundation. So when the hurricane is coming, you say "Oh." That's because I did this, this, this. And then you want to pray. You want to say, Lord, please protect my house. But then you say, oh, I can't pray because I did this. I did that. And, you know, I cheated on this and I on that. You have no authority to pray because you think that your faith is based on your past. But let me tell you, your faith is not based on your past. Your faith needs to be based on Jesus Christ. He's your rock. And if your faith is based on that rock, nothing can move it. Nothing will be against you because your faith will be in the right place. Come on. Come on. So never forget that the foundation for your faith is Jesus. So many people, they, they say, oh, you know, I want to pray for a miracle. But then you know, you know what they think. I I can't pray for that miracle. God is not going to do it because I did this, this, this in my past. But today's message message is for you because God is telling you that your past doesn't matter. God could forgive everything in your past and put a new future in your life if you decide to use Jesus as your foundation. Joshua chapter 2 verse 1 and 2. This is where the story of Rahab happened. The people of Israel were ready to conquer the land of Canaan, and they were ready to go in. So Joshua sent out two spies, and we see it here in this verse. Then Joshua secretly sent out two spies from the camp to at Acacia Grove. He instructed them to scout out the land. And on the other side of the Jordan River, especially around Jericho. So, the two men set out and came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and and stayed there that night. Imagine, out of many houses, I don't know, I, I suppose like thousands and thousands of houses, thousands of homes, they chose this house. And they chose this lady To be God's instrument for their lives, for the conquest that was about to come. So imagine that God chooses sometimes not the right people in our eyes, but people that has faith. So are you that person? Do you want to be that person that is chosen by God because of your faith? Do you want to be that person that is used by God because of your faith? Joshua chapter 2 verse 10 and 11. It says, for we have heard, this is what Rahab said when, you know, he helped them, uh, he helped them escape because they were going to kill them. But she helped them escape. And she said, well, I know that you're going to come to this land and you're going to kill everyone and you're going to possess this land. But... I want to make a commitment with you that you're going to spare my life and my family's life. And the two spies said, okay, we'll do it. But why did they agree to this, you know, crazy deal? Because it was a crazy deal with someone that was part of the other town. It was because of her declaration. And we see her declaration in verse 10 and 11. And it says, for we have heard how the Lord made a dry path. For you throughout the Red Sea when you left Egypt. It was a miracle that had happened not too long ago. Probably uh, a few years before that. When God opened up the Red Sea. And the people walked right through the waters. She had heard about the, the miracle. And she said, I know that your God can do a miracle. I know that your God does miracles. So she heard that and she believed in that promise. You know what she was saying? She was saying, I know that your God is a God of miracles and I know he will do it again. I know he will do another miracle. So how about you have that faith and you say, I know he will do it again. I know that he, he's done miracles. He's done miracles in the past. He You know, that that storm that was coming is not coming anymore. That was a miracle. And I know that he's a God of miracles. I know he will do it with me. I know he will do it again in my life. I know he will do it again in my house. I know he will do it again. And I'm not going to have to go through that problem because God is going to spare my life. He's going to save my family. And he's going to keep them safe so how about you have that faith for believing in miracles come on say amen Amen. come on say amen. amen you know what else she said she said no wonder our hearts have melted in fear no one has the courage to fight after hearing such things you know they were afraid but she wasn't afraid she had faith in god when people hear there is a storm there is a hurricane coming they're afraid they're scared they go out make two hour lines to put gas well getting prepared is actually smart but people are actually afraid people get afraid so you don't even go to sleep you, you stay on your phone checking if it moved two inches south north east or west Did you do it? Like you refresh the the website like within two seconds, within two minutes to see. So many people, we see it like that. Like they're afraid. But she was confident that God was going to do a miracle. So you need to be confident and you need to trust God because he will do a miracle in your life. He will do it again. Come on, give it up for Jesus. Come on. Then she said, in the last part, for the Lord your God is the supreme God of the heavens above and on the earth below. She knew that God had control over everything. So how about you know that God has the control of your life. How about you give God the control of your life. If you give him the control, then you know that he will do it again. He will do another miracle in your life. How many of you can say God is able? You know, she, this, this lady, Rahab, she had a label. And her label, it's pretty obvious. She was a prostitute. And everywhere in the Bible that they mentioned her, always referred to her as Rahab, the prostitute. And so many of us live with a label. But, you know, the label makes you think that you're not able. Oh, if I pray and then the label comes to your mind. Oh, I'm always being broke. I've never been able to overcome this problem. I'm always in this. I'm always like this. And then you hear other people telling you who you are. And then you say, oh, yeah, that's right. You start believing it. But how about you believe God first? How about you choose to believe that God is able to overcome any labels? God is faithful for you. So Jesus enables you to trust his mark and not your label. This lady used a mark to for for in order for her to to save her, to save her family, save her house, she had to put a red cord a red rope around her her window and the spies told her just put this red cord and then just put it attach it to your house in that way when we come we will know that this is your house and we have a rope we have a red rope which is the blood of Jesus that if we put it On our house. If we apply the blood of Jesus, then we'll be safe. Because the enemy is not going to be able to come upon your life. You know what the red rope is? It's our confession. So many people lack that power to make confessions. The confessions we make usually are confessions in the negative. So we say, oh... It's too hard. Oh, I don't think I can do it. Oh, it's really difficult. I'm always like this. But what if today you make that decision to say, "I'm gonna confess God's word over my life. I'm gonna confess what the word of God says and know what the and not what the enemy says. I'm gonna confess what the word of God says about me and know and." Not what other people are saying. Because other people, they keep saying, you know, oh, it's difficult. It's too hard. You're not the right person. Maybe for this lady, she was always called a prostitute. But that label was not what defined her. She was very different because she had faith. So tell the person next to you, come on, let's have faith. The red robe symbolizes Her confession. So you need to confess the blood of Jesus upon your life. You need to confess the blood of Jesus over your house and over your family. When I first heard about the hurricane, you know what I said? I said, I know the Lord will do a miracle and he's not going to come to Florida. Because God did it in the past, he will do it again. When the enemy comes and tells you, oh, it's not going to happen... You're sick or, you know, a bank account, you know, comes in the red and you say, wow, I don't have any money, I'm broke. You need to confess God's word and say, I know God will do a miracle and I know God will help me in this situation. If you confess the word of God, that becomes your mark. That becomes the mark and the mark is more powerful than a label. The enemy wants to put a label in you, but God wants to put a mark. A label is something you can change, but a mark is something that stays with you forever. How many of you can say amen? Come on, give it up for Jesus. So trust his mark and not your label. So many people believe their label more than the mark of Jesus. You have a mark, and the mark is the blood of Jesus. Turn to the person next to you and say, you have a mark, and the mark is the, the blood of Jesus. So the mark represents hope and love. That's what the court meant. It meant hope. And love, because that's what the cross means to us. It means hope for humanity, and it means love because God gave everything. God gave his only son to die on the cross for you and me. So it means love, and it means hope. God will give you a new opportunity. God will give you another chance to remove that mark. So maybe today you come with a mark that says you're an addict to pornography maybe you're an addict to something that you've been struggling with maybe you're fighting with yourself for something that you don't want to be but the enemy wants you to believe that that's you but today God can remove that label and put his mark which is the blood of Jesus how many of you can believe that that could happen today come on come on So Joshua chapter two, and I finish with this, verse seventeen to twenty. These men, the two spies, says said something to her. They said, "Here is what you must do: hang this red rope out of the window, through which you let us know and gather your entire family with you in your house, father, mother, brothers, and sisters." So hang. This red rope. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Can you say it with me? Say it with me. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Say it again. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Say it one more time. There is power in the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has an amazing power. Let's read it. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. It says, he's so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with, with what? The blood of Jesus. He purchased your freedom with his blood. Let's read now Revelation 12. Revelation 12, verse 11, part 8. It says, and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. We defeated the enemy by the power of the blood of Jesus. That's the power that is within your hands, within your reach. And if you use it today, the enemy cannot come against you because you've already defeated him by the power of the blood of Jesus. You have that power in your hands. You have that power in your hands. Come on. So why did she have to use a red rope? Why a red rope? You know that's weird. And uh, when you start thinking about it, and I was I was thinking about it, and I was like, I know that red rope me- means the blood of Jesus. But then I found something else that I found really powerful, is that the same word for rope in the original text is the is the same word for hope is the the exact same word so your rope this that you you put in your in your family that you put around your house that it not only not only means the blood of Jesus but it means your hope it means your faith the level of your faith is determined by the amount of trust that you put And you place on Jesus. So today, you're going to make a decision. And you're going to decide to put your trust in Jesus. She had to place that red robe. And this red robe became a sign of hope for this lady. This red robe became that sign of hope. For her so today you're gonna have this sign which is the sign of hope for you because you're gonna trust that Jesus has the other end of the rope and you're here within one side of the rope but in the other side is Jesus and he's holding you and he's not gonna let you down so let me ask you who is holding The other end of your rope who's holding the other end of your rope maybe today you're holding on here and you're almost falling but that doesn't matter if the other person on the other side of the rope is Jesus Christ so many of us trust our bank account so many of us trust our finances our situation what we see what we have but what if you start trusting Jesus What if you make sure the one that is holding the other side of the rope is Jesus Christ, our Savior? What if you start believing that something could happen? Maybe you're falling. Maybe you're just hanging out. But as you hang, make sure that the person holding the other side is Jesus Christ. Because if that happens, let me tell you, you'll never gonna fall you're never gonna fall you'll never fall you'll never fall he's gonna hold you and you will never fall because Jesus will be on the other side so what's the next step the next step for you is to apply the blood of Jesus over your house apply the blood of Jesus over your house how do you do it it's pretty simple you just need to confess You need to apply the blood of Jesus over your life. And it's pretty simple, you just need to confess. That's your confession. So you're gonna say, I know that the the blood of Jesus covers me, covers my life, and the protection is gonna come upon you just because of your confession. So many of us, we make the mistake to confess the negative we make the mistake to confess negative words upon our life, upon our family but what if you make that decision today to confess God's word to confess only what God says because then you will have that cord you will have that rope and Jesus will have the other side and he will pull you up, he will pull you up so confess God's Confess God's word upon your life. Maybe, I don't know if it's your first time here, but if it is, let me tell you, the only thing you need to do is to confess the blood of Jesus. To confess the power and say, I know, I know that the blood has power. And I confess that blood upon my life and I know that that blood is going to protect me. And you're gonna receive and you're gonna open your heart for Jesus to come and you'll experience what hope really means maybe you lived a hopeless life but today you have the chance to choose hope to hang to that rope knowing that Jesus is on the other side you'll experience what hope really means because hope means to trust jesus christ he's your savior he gave his life for you and the only thing you need to do is to confess saying lord i know that you're my savior and i receive you in my heart i give you control he will come upon you and your life will be different so i tell you today confess god's word confess the power of the of the blood of jesus upon your life in the In the past you know what Moses did Moses drew a line because God told him so God told him apply the blood of Jesus in the door posts of every everyone that lives in the in the town and they will be saved and you know what he did he put the blood of the lamb and he placed it upon the door and you know what we need to do? We need to draw that line and say, devil, no more. You're going to use the blood of Jesus as that line and you're going to draw it. And you're going to say, devil, no more. The fear is going to stay out. The fear is going to stay out. And, and now faith is going to come in. Faith is going to come into my life. Fear is going to stay out and faith is going to come in. When you draw the line, you make a decision saying, I'm not going to have fear anymore. Maybe, you know, in the world, many things will tell you to have fear. Many things will take you to have fear. But what if today you start believing that the blood of Jesus can become that protection upon your life and nothing is going to happen to you. Nothing is going to happen to you. let me just show you what the line could be for you, what the rope could be for you, because I feel like many people are about to fall. You feel like you're falling, but today you can hang to that rope, and the way you do it is to confess God's Word, and I'm going to give you one chapter that you can confess every day, every night which is psalm 127 verse 2 to verse 7 it says my help comes from the lord who made heaven and earth he will not let you stumble the one who watches over you will not slumber indeed he who watches over israel never slumbers or sleeps the lord himself watches over you the lord stands beside you As as your protective shade, the sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. That's your rope. That's your rope right there. So if you need hope in any area of your life, I challenge you to hang on to that rope. I challenge you to repeat this verse. These verses, You're going to repeat them time after time after time until you believe what it says. Until you believe that Jesus is holding the other side of the rope and he's saying, you're not going to fall. You're on my side now. What if today you make that declaration? I want to invite you to stand on your feet. And you're going to believe tonight that God will do it again. Many people live with fear. Many people live with doubt. Many people live with labels. And I want to challenge you to think, what's your label? What's been your label up to today? For this lady, her label was prostitute. Maybe for you, the label is failure. The label, the label that you have is telling you you're lazy. There is nothing you can do. You're broke. You're a liar. You'll never accomplish anything. Maybe that's your label. But today, the blood of Jesus is challenging your label. And the blood of Jesus is removing that label and is putting a mark on you. And that mark is saying that you're a son of God. That Mark says that you've been bought by the blood of Jesus and nothing can come against you I want want you to lift up your hands and you're going to believe that a new beginning is coming for you Lord I want to pray for everyone here tonight and I want you to remove every label that the enemy wanted to place upon them and I want to Put your mark, the mark of the blood of Jesus, upon their lives right now in the name of Jesus. Thanks so much for tuning in. Before you go, make sure to click the follow button so you never miss what's new. We would love to connect with you. You can follow us on Instagram at G12Church and share with us how this message has impacted you. Until next time.